another, in this case, terrifying edition of Under the Floorboards, where we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night. I am your host, John, joined as always by my beautiful co-host, Eric. Eric, how are you this week? Fabulous. So you're going to say terrified. I thought no, we had a thing going. No, no. <laughs> I see you improvise that, and I run off the script. Oh, so. <laughs> fuck, man. Well, one of us is better at writing, and it's not me. So, <laughs> so this week we watched Damien Leone's The Terrifier in honor of Terrifier 2 coming out, which we will probably be streaming here very shortly. There is news coming about, out about that on Tuesday. Yes. Which is very exciting. I have seen this movie before. I'm not going to lie. It's not one of my favorites. I like uh, Damien Leone's work a lot. I liked the uh, All Hallows Eve series. The first one I thought was really good, which is kind of where the concept of Art the Clown kind of comes from. But, Eric, what's the itinerary for the Terrifier? Yeah, uh, yeah, let's do that. So this is like 2016, hour and 28 minutes, Damien Leone. Yeah. That's what we need to know, right? That sweet 90-minute mark. It's so sick. It's the best. (laughs) Jenna Canal is Tara Samantha Scafid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Samantha Scafidi is Victoria. Scafidi. Scafidi. David Howard Thornton as Art the Clown, as it were. Mm-hmm. Catherine Corcoran as Dawn. Puya Massini as Cat Lady. And Matt McAllister as Maintenance Mike. Mike the Exterminator is also. Oh, okay. uh, well, it's, that's what it's in here is apparently uh, the character that we saw later that we never found the name for <laughs> was there is Mike the Exterminator uh-huh. and Will the Exterminator. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Which what? Are you guys related? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my middle, both of their middle names are The. It's mm. a family name. <laughs> <laughs> so we had... A good amount of fun watching this movie, though. Yeah. Like, regardless of whatever grievances anybody had with it, it was like, it's a fun slasher. But, Eric, this was your first time watching this movie. What was what was your first experience Yeah, like? I mean, like you said, man, everybody at this point probably knows that this is my favorite, like, subgenre of horror. I just think Clowns? it's... Clowns? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Knives. ICP. I, um, yeah. I, <laughs> I like it when movies don't challenge you. At all. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) My favorite film of all time is Interstellar. That movie's a little challenging. if You you know what I mean? So there's parts of of me that I bring into this knowing that I get to sit back and relax and watch something stupid. And it's great. You know what I mean? I I hadn't been... um, I I, I wasn't turned on to like All Hallows Eve, like you mentioned. So I have like this also being my first impression of Art the Clown and everything. Like I have no backstory going into this. This guy... Well, they're not even canon. It's just oh, where the, weird. Okay. Yeah, so the Terrifier is actually a derivative of a character okay. that was created for an anthology I movie. I see. I see. Okay. <laughs> that explains the budget. <laughs> Say that ten times faster. Yeah. So, so yeah, man. I mean, like, it, like I like Art the Clown. Cool character. Well acted. I like the mime clown aspect. So mm-hmm. he like isn't vocal. Which <laughs> like is kinda... every time he gets stabbed, it's just. <laughs> That's a great impression. I thought so. I thought so. The silence fell very well yeah, on the podcast. Totally. So yeah, I mean, we'll we'll do like ratings and stuff. Oh, like yeah, we normally yeah, yeah. do and everything. But yeah, first impression was it's cool. It's cool. I have some things I want to point out about this movie as we go oh, through the plot yeah. here. <laughs> Just... I, I think for me, uh, somebody brought the concept up to me of this movie before I had watched it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that just sounds like murder porn to me. Mm-hmm. I was right. <laughs> there are things that I looked at the second time watching it through. And I was like, okay, like 
there's actually, a little bit of attention to detail here. There, yeah. there, there's more attention to detail, and for the budget, it was pretty impressive. Uh, do you want to go over how much it costs yeah. and what you could find? Yeah, depending on who you ask, uh, this movie costs anywhere between thirty-five to one hundred thousand dollars to make. I never found any information on how much it actually made. Mm-hmm. My guess, your guess, actually was like because it never entered a box office, and that's so the it, easiest like, way that they right. track a yeah, lot. Of so that. a lot of it, probably the same reason that the budget is very fucking all over the place. <laughs> that's a big spectrum. Yeah, if I estimate on my taxes thirty five to hundred thousand dollars in income, <laughs> the IRS isn't going to be like okay. Yeah, depending on who you ask, you know, so. <laughs> we're coming for your butt, Eric. Yeah, but any anytime you can pull a movie like this off with practical effects, which is what mm-hmm. they use basically exclusively throughout yeah. this movie and everything, I, I that low budget vibe is going to really suit that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And it really is the driving force of this movie is how much practical effect yeah. really went into this, and that's I. I think that's the reason it should be more revered, mm-hmm. and I think in the horror community, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> true. I think they were like, "Oh, they're sawing the boochie." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, dude." <laughs> <laughs> All right, so hopefully by the end of this, we'll be more excited to see the ter- sequel, the yeah. sequel, which right. is currently grossing two point five million dollars. Absurd. For an indie horror, yeah. like regardless of how anyone is going to feel about this, yeah, Damien <laughs> Leone and especially um, David Howard Thornton, congratulations yeah. on all of your work because it's paying That's off. That's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. You had fan service. You had fans that loved you guys so much that they needed another movie right. from you guys. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that fan, <laughs> yeah. if I'm being totally honest, but, you know, maybe I'll feel differently by the time I watch two. It's true. Cause we'll the, see. The reference that has come along with this so far, the fact that the lead female, or the final girl of Terrifier 2 has been compared so much to Sidney Prescott is unprecedented there you go. to me. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, so, anyways. That feels great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Diving into the Terrifier, as we start off with... Uh, there's this very abstract interview, and this was actually one of my, probably my favorite shot of the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is, for some of you out there that forget that there were antennas on TVs at one point in time, you know, we're getting the static mm-hmm. between, like, what they're showing and mm-hmm. 4K for some reason. Yeah, and what's <laughs> funny is, like, you were probably trying to watch a Cubs game. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you caught this obscure interview with nothing that's relevant to you. Yeah, know so, so we're yeah. actually starting off with, uh, I cannot remember the actress's name, but she was actually, actually, it was Katie McGuire, now that I now that I remember. That but, was quick. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought so. Story, uh, Drake Hall, story. But, <laughs> playing uh, Monica Brown, and mm. it was Monica's talk show, I guess. It was the Monica Minute. The, the Monica Minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Minutes by Monica. So uh, we start off with her, and we can't tell which character it is yet. That's because her face was fucked. And Monica let us know that, yeah. too. So we go from having this interview with Monica and a victim of what was referred to as the Miles County Massacre, yeah. which is what the whole movie is about. We have Monica sitting in her dressing room. You know, there's the lights all around her mirror, and she's talking to her partner. And she's just like, you know, if I ever look like that, just fucking kill me. Oh, you don't believe me? I'll do it myself. I can't live ugly. (laughs) But notably, until I watched it this time, I didn't realize, because I watched The Terrifier before I watched All Hallows' Eve. So I uh, didn't realize that 
Katie McGuire, who plays the lead role in All Hallows' Eve, was in this movie, which I thought that was really Again, cool. it's fucking stupid that this isn't canon, because it clearly is. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just says the same people. It's like, it's really just American Horror it's Story. Like a Christopher Nolan movie. You know? <laughs> Hello, Master Wayne. You know? Hello. <laughs> so... We have uh, Monica is in her room. She's talking an absurd amount of shit about her current yeah, guest. Like this is my thing about this is uh, you there there is just no version of reality where somebody is that fucking heartless. Like well. you know what I mean? <laughs> like that the way that she was delivering those lines were it mm, it just. It's not even like it bothered me. It's just that this is already an unbelievable character. Oh, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? That's kind of yeah, what I'm yeah. trying to say, I guess. But Well, and then we have, you know, she starts to hear something in the background because she's about to get yeah. off the phone with her partner and she's just like, oh, well, I've got like 50 other calls coming in. I'm like, that's a lot of calls. Right. That's a, you are one popular bitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently she was. Yeah. So yeah. She, she like switches over the calls and she takes one for like half a second and then just puts it down. Because she hears something behind her, and she starts, like, going through the wardrobe, mm-hmm. like... Her racks of wardrobe. Like, <laughs> racks on racks yeah, on racks yeah, of wardrobe. It was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And she opens it. There's nothing behind mm-hmm. it. Or, and, like, as any other typical horror fan... That's because like, it's behind you. Yeah. <laughs> and bam! Sideswipe! And then, like, we just get this grotesque yeah. scene of, like, 28 Days Later style, mm-hmm. crazy style, just... Fucking thumbs into eyes mm-hmm. and crushing her skull with the her bare hands. The mountain would have been proud. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, lo and behold, it was the girl that was being interviewed. Who was listening the- to her talk all this shit? That's what I'm saying. But she had to be sitting in her fucking dressing room. She wasn't like that's what the green room is for. <laughs> she was one of the fifty calls. Hey, I don't like the way you're talking about me right now. <laughs> I can hear you from the air vent. I'm sorry. These green room walls are paper thin, and you're sounding like a real bitch right you're not now. Gonna pick up this bitch. All right, let's go. <laughs> she threw hands. <laughs> Four. Kill, kill number, number one. one. Kill number fucking one. Let's go. Monica, Monica Brown. Monica. Fuck off. <laughs> so anyways. You dumb bitch. <laughs> you stupid bitch. We're, we now meet our two, I don't want to say heroines. Man, <laughs> these are the two best boochies anybody's ever seen. <laughs> it is Halloween night. They are dressed like slutty versions of scary things. Well, I'm pretty sure Tara was just a skeleton. Oh, okay. She she looked like she went to Hot Topic and then like got those little suspender things that yeah. hit your uh, your high top right. socks right. <laughs> to connect the bones. Right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my socks got some are <laughs> <laughs> So we have Tara who is dressed up like semi slutty skeleton, and then we have Dawn. Who is dressed up as Horcrow? <laughs> and the, nice. and the uh, thank you. The the lines just kept coming and coming, like if you only had a brain, mm-hmm. kind of shit. And like so on the nose. Oh, yeah. I know. Da- Damien Leone's writing for this for this scene. Thank you for being was, so fucking self aware because it's refreshing. <laughs> it really is. Uh, I don't want to thank him because he's literally ripping jokes away from me. Like I don't even, <laughs> yeah. get, I don't even get to fucking make them now. Because this dude's like, ah, Scarecrow. Right. I, too, have watched uh-huh. The Wizard of Oz. What are our top ten? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
But everybody's drunk, right? Or both of the girls are drunk, and, mm-hmm. and there's kind of like that. Okay, well, we should go get some food, or what? You know, let's. You're not driving. I'm taking your fucking keys, and all, mm-hmm. you know, and that that whole exchange happens. They agree to go to their favorite place mm-hmm. in the distance. I think it was just the place that was available. Right. It was the pizza we found right. along like the way, like the Waffle House version of pizza, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like a deli. And maybe I just live in the country, and these places just don't exist. But I I don't know what that would be like to be feeling pizza at three in the morning and be able to get pizza at three in the morning. So it's pretty sick. In the distance, however, we see Art the Clown. In the distance. Yes. Yes. And in his full black and white regalia, he's got his little top hat going. He had his suit up scene at the beginning of the Mm -hmm. movie where he's like shuffling through his favorite knives, his flails, like the the weapons of choice were amazing. Yeah. But he's making direct eye contact with Tara. And Tara's like what the fuck you know <laughs> Don's like oh is that your boyfriend <laughs> he just looked like if up. you had taken Santa off the roof and just like put him in the street with that giant sack over his back and he's just like locking eyes with uh, the he's <laughs> like ho ho <laughs> yeah there were only two I get it <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> I put it as send in the clowns and 100%. we have like you know, throughout all of these exchanges, Don is clearly the one that's going to fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> now they're like, oh, well, fuck the clown. We're still going to go get pizza, right? Uh, so now we have Tara is like sitting down at like one of those side bench tables yeah. or whatever. The the floating booths mm-hmm. that they made. And finally we have... There's photos of like famous people that have eaten <laughs> here on the wall and shit. Posters for like the they elementary school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know Sammy Sosa loves our pizza? Dude, you've been here for it's, ten years. It's a two by three poster of Terminator One. <laughs> it's just framed. <laughs> Dude, Arnold Schwarzenegger ain't here? No, the Terminator ain't here. <laughs> so anyways, now we have Dawn comes back. And she does, like, the most masculine thing that I've ever seen. She goes, oh my god, that was the longest piss I have taken in my entire life. Yeah. Tara's like, all right. (laughs) Thanks for sharing. (laughs) And I'm sitting here in the audience like, no, thanks for sharing. No, that's crazy. I I have something for later now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying that was a gift that Catherine Cochran gave us. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not compared to the next one we're going to get later. But. So, <laughs> you hear the like the jingle jangle of the alarm system going mm-hmm. off in the form of the, cr- bell. the bells. Yeah. <laughs> and so in comes Art the Clown, just like, again, full regalia, like no reservations whatsoever. And he kind of sits down at the booth that's like diagonal mm-hmm. so he can see Tara but not have to make eye contact with Dawn because she, right. unless she turns around. Right? Yeah. It's kind of a cool shot for me because it like the intentions have been very again on the nose, but very well. <laughs> right on that black dot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the guy behind the booth is like, or the guy behind the counter is like, "Hey, pal, I'll be with you in a minute." He's on the phone. He's like, "Check out the fucking state of this guy. I wish you could see this." <laughs> it's, it's I'm never crazy. going home. Right. Apparently, people just talk shit. Yeah. Well, he, well, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure they were in L.A. Jersey. Yeah. And he's, he even makes a comment when he's on the phone still, and he's just like, "What am I gonna do? Go home to my wife?" Yeah. Ah, 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 right. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Snooky's back there somewhere. <laughs> She's massaging the dough. <laughs> it's like one of those shitty MTV episodes of a reality show where they make somebody get a job. For yeah. Like, and they're yeah. just like, I don't 
like to work. I know. That's why you're on fucking reality right. yeah. TV. I know. So, anyways, we kind of move into some of the weirder parts now of the diner scene. Because, like, we have Art starts making these faces at uh, Tara. Mm-hmm. And Tara's like, he's fucking weird. He's creeping me out. And, of course, Dawn is, like, that friend. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you afraid of? That he's going to chop you up into little pieces or whatever? So she, like, walks over. <laughs> sits on the motherfucker's lap and one thing i absolutely loved about david howard thornton's his his acting in this scene specifically was him looking he did not break eye contact with tara until she dawn physically took his face and turned it at her after she's pulling his hat off his little elastic hat, yeah. And it's it, like, you know, it's connected to like one of the birthday strings or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And as she's pulling it off, it slips out of her hand and hits him in the fucking face. I cackled, dude. That was we were so like, fucking Oh, she's funny. so dead. Oh, she's my God. so fucking dead. Yeah. It, was, it was phenomenal. And she decides to take a selfie with the man and immediately post it on Instagram. You already got eight likes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Art decides to get up. He goes to the booth behind them where there's just change. I guess like somebody left a tip or whatever. And he takes a quarter, puts it in the gumball machine. It was like $2, yeah. by the way. That person was an asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, how much are you going to tip somebody for one slice of pizza? Which you is... don't know what they ate. Uh, okay. They could have had a whole damn right. pie. That's fair. That's Regardless, fair. if you have change, put it on the jar that we saw on the fucking <laughs> like register. This is just the tip. <laughs> He puts the quarter into a gumball machine, which is one of those capsule machines, which was mm-hmm. every fucking 90s kid favorite thing Oh, yeah. Ever. When your mom would get a quarter and change mm-hmm. from the grocery store and you could, like, gumball it up that night or you got, like, one of those sticky hand things. I'm reminiscing at this point. The point is, is the cap... Actually, I, I want to touch on that yeah. for a second because it just occurred to me how racist those things got because it's... No, r- real shit. Because it went from having the little aliens, yeah. right, that you could get, and they well, someone would be on skateboards, someone would be on surfboards, right. or whatever. This one has sunglasses on. This yeah. one has sunglasses on, and what did they move to after that? The Homies series. Oh, true. Which yeah, was yeah. all Mexicans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so all they sold us were aliens for, <laughs> for most of our fucking childhood. <laughs> We've spent thirty dollars on aliens. That's so fucked. It's true. Oh no. This was a ring machine, though. Uh, yeah. So, uh, no homies available. Just a, just a ring. He's got like a pot leaf necklace on. <laughs> so, anyway. He takes the ring out of the capsule and kind of walks over <coughs> to Tara and the table and is like, hey, I'm going to put this on. You know, he's miming all of this, obviously. But Dawn's like, do it. Let him do it. You know, let him heart you. Let him heart you. And he slides the ring on and sure enough, makes a couple little dancey thing or whatever and just kind of fucks off to the back, you know, yep. and that was it. Dum, 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 dum. Yep. <laughs> And uh, one of the dudes, the owner of the restaurant, I presume, comes out and is like, here's your food. These two paper plates with like, you know, those like egregiously large slices (laughs) of pizza on them. It's New York style in Jersey. Right. In L.A. (laughs) Canada. (laughs) And he's like, hey, is that uh, that fellow that bothering you? And she's like, yeah, he's he's bothering you. The guy in the clown costume? Yeah, I think he's bothering (laughs) everyone. Don't worry, I'll take care of him. 
you know. <laughs> so, so now Tara and uh, Dawn start to have this conversation. Yeah. And she's like, Tara's kind of like gaslighting Dawn about like, you should really stop being a bitch yeah. in these situations. <laughs> And of course, Dawn's just like, well, maybe uh, a man treating you with some dignity and respect should just fly up on your fucking radar. And she's just like, no, this is not the dude. I don't accept this. (laughs) (laughs) I refuse to accept a life I do not deserve. Just about then you hear, what the fuck? Get out of here, you motherfucker. And I guess his name is Steven. It's not Steven, but it's the other dude that was in the, you know. But he's like, He's like carrying him by the neck. He's like hitting his neck chakras. Art's like, yeah, like just kind of going along with it because obviously it right? was very like, yeah, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. What's the matter with you? Yeah, he you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the it's the pizza crust. Fucking he, just <laughs> he grabs <laughs> it's he grabs the the giant duffel bag. It's not a duffel bag, yeah. but the giant Santa Claus sack. Well, so that, it's like, supposed to be a trash bag, and this is kind of my issue yeah. is the fact that it's a giant trash bag with a bunch of knives in yeah. it. And I'm like, how are you carrying this around? Mm-hmm. I can barely carry fucking dirt without it fucking ripping. Right. True. <laughs> yeah. And so he's. Art is doing the instigator. He's laughing. He's giggling. Everything. Everybody is like honestly good and creeped out, except for Dawn, right? So right. I guess they eat their pizza, and we get a scene cut. Um, and the uh, two Bucci's are making their way downtown. Bucci, my way yeah. downtown. Yeah. <laughs> I almost, I almost fucked it up. Um, and the tire is blown. They mm-hmm. have a flat tire on their vehicle now. Well, I must have just run over a nail or something. And you were like, while it was parked. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's like the first thing Dawn asked Tara, too. Is yeah. like, was it like that when we got here? Tara's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it was that clown that was carrying a bag of knives that we offended at the restaurant that saw our car when we got in it to drive over here? The guy no. who knows where we were at <laughs> right? the whole time. And Don's like, no way. Do you have a spare? It's already on the car. <laughs> okay. You're an idiot. Bitch, how long have you been driving on a donut? Yeah. <laughs> so they decide to, uh, Tara decides to call sis, right? Victoria, her yeah, sister, yeah. who we find out is in the middle of cramming for her exam the next day and everything. For whatever is, class. For whatever class. <laughs> um, and they have an exchange about, no, nah, I'm like, I'm busy tonight. You figure, you know. And her roommate, I guess, walks in with the dude, and they just start fucking on her bed. <laughs> She's like, I'll be right there. You know what? I need to stretch my legs. <laughs> so, um, while this is going on... Oh my god, Art, this is like... This, so This is my actual worst nightmare. So, poor Steven, and I've had to do this. I've had to do this before. Um, this is just a PSA to people who shit on walls, period. But, like, let I alone... I you, and I will kill you. A hundred percent. You are fucking ridiculous. You are fucking ridiculous. He literally, Art has shit on the wall and arranged the shit on the wall to say the word Art on it, right? There's blood in the toilet. Shit. And poor Steven is like, I better be getting fucking time and a half of this. He didn't even like lobby for double time. He's like, I want that extra $3. <laughs> you know. I'm serious. You better say something. He's like yelling into the restaurant. Yeah. And like, but in all seriousness, as somebody who has had to stop work to go clean up another human being shit in a fucking public place I just I don't know what you know what I mean I was talking to him earlier about like people who have like no compassion <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> this is second to that 
I feel like that like scenario is like closing in on me because so many people around me have had that happen to them. Oh, dude, <laughs> it's gonna happen. You're gonna have you're gonna have to clean up baby shit one day. You're gonna That's have totally to eat, you know what I mean. A baby is supposed to shit themselves. A human being is not supposed to spread well, their cheeks and, and shit on the that's wall. What, that's, what, that's what my point is. Is like it all comes around in some form. <laughs> I pooed this on the wall. Why would you do that? This particularly wicked person. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and he, he. I work at. Da, 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 da. He just, he just kind of, he kind of just quits cleaning it. Because, like, nobody's answering him. The only other dude that's working there behind the counter This was is the no grossest longer, part of the yeah, movie to me. Because, no like, longer, I just... Yeah. I can't handle human excrement. I can do, like, blood and viscera and, you know, fucking intestines hitting the ground and shit. No but... problem. The scene that comes in about 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, all of that's fine. This is horrible. The that's 710 Bucci. Like... Yeah, this is horrifying because this is real. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they talk about, you shouldn't be scared of horror movies because it's not real. I agree. This, however... <laughs> this is something that happens on the regular. <laughs> so, yes, we have our very, very poor man <laughs> leaving the bathroom, and he's still crying out for his boss. And the way Damien Leone sh uh, shot this scene was really cool because it's very much shot from the front side of the counter of the parlor, whereas the uh, worker is going in through the side next to the mm. oven's so we get the shadow of the head right. already that to the audience is very clearly a head from the backside. Right. And we get to watch his reaction as he turns around. And that's really good in horror. Mm -hmm. I really love shots like that. Just that yeah. genuine, oh! Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah that, that Hank Hill reaction. <laughs> oh, Bucci. And it turns out his brother, dad, co-worker, shop uncle. owner, uncle, whatever... His head is on a fucking burner. So I think or it something. was. I think it was magic. Okay. Because <laughs> if you think about it, it's like okay, the the trash bag is already like the hyperbolic cube from Jimmy Neutron. Mm -hmm. There was yeah. no burner under his head right. on the register. There's something a little magical about this True. clown. They look like fireworks. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> and of course, just like. The way he shot this scene was really cool, because, like, after he's like, oh, dad, uncle, brother thing, like, <laughs> we're jumping between that and Dawn and Tara being in the car and, like, talking mad shit about this clown. See what I mean? And then it's like, oh, Art comes in, stab to the neck. Mm -hmm. Now we stab you in the face 15 times right. while these girls are talking shit. Right. For kills number two and three. Kills number two and fucking three. Steven and dude. <laughs> Pizza dude. Yep. Notably, don't, try, notably, don't deny till you try. Yeah. Notably, they had the best slogan of all time. Not only is their fucking establishment called Dill a Deer Hill Pizza, but on the back it says Eat Pizza. <laughs> That's like Chick Fil A lazy. <laughs> it really is. What's our slogan? Eat us. <laughs> Eat more chicken. I would love to see like the sub being the one that's painting the eat pizza. Right, I know. Yeah, it was the same dude that had to clean up the shit. Oh, God. Yeah, so uh, Tara has decided that she has to pee now. As women do. And we are... <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not even a sexist thing. I we have, have been at a party. We have been in another person's house. We have been to a restaurant. And you waited until we got in the car. <laughs> 
I didn't have to pee then. Yeah. You I even had a conversation now. about how long the piss your friend had to take, which presumably was like generated the genesis of that being the same amount of alcohol that you have also consumed tonight. <laughs> there is no way you didn't know you didn't have to pee. But she does. They have a little bit of an exchange. If Eventually, who we find out is Mike steps outside mm-hmm. of this building that he's doing pest control in. I'm tonight. trying to bomb the yeah. place. Hey! I'd be in trouble I'm if you came in here. here. You can't just you pee can't in just here. You can't just pee in here. <laughs> you pee on the street. You know what I mean? It's fucking New York. <laughs> L.A. Yeah. And that's so funny, too, because like when we meet Mike as a character, as Tara's walking up to him and they're having this conversation, Mike's like, no, you can't really come in here because I got a bomb place. I could get in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> uh, Dawn like, puts her head out the side of the car and just goes... She'll get make it worth your while if you let her pee in there. And I'm like, it's already worth my while if she's peeing. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes, I take it that's your This friend. is like two different girls peeing in two different scenes in the same movie for you. It's like, <laughs> people have paid more for less, dude. <laughs> I'm so excited for the opinions that people have about me that I've perpetuated oh, in the show. No, dude, nothing that anybody knows about me is fucking true. Anything that you think you know about me from this podcast is a fucking lie and I love it. <laughs> Well, I do have AIDS. <laughs> I am the legend. It's just me in Philadelphia. <laughs> I was thinking like Charlie Day, but like it's like <laughs> so. He, the nice guy, Mike. One of what a genuine nice soul. guy, Mike. Nice guy, Mike. Nice Mike is like uh, kind of navigating her to the bathroom in this place, which is like. Through like nineteen different rooms, right? You know, <laughs> he even asks her when they get to the toilet. He's like, "Do you remember your way back?" I'm right. like, "I fucking don't." Yeah. She opens the door, and like this bathroom that's covered in like silt and hard water stains and mold and rust and everything is still safer to piss in than the one we just left. So that, like now that I'm thinking about it, she's probably right. Well, the other you know one's I mean? covered in giardia. That's what I'm saying. And so this is just tetanus, but that's fine. You can get shots for that. Yeah. Giardia is for days. Yeah. <laughs> so we presume she pisses or whatever. Um, why? While this happens, um, Art has made his way into the car mm-hmm. where where Dawn is listening to the police. It is now a cart. Yeah, the police broadcast saying, "Hey, if you're out and about right now, this is happening. You should go inside." You know, and she's like, "Oh, no way!" She's still taking selfies of herself. She like turns around and he's just sitting there smiling at her, yeah. covered in blood. Right. That was actually one of my favorite, uh, like, comical parts of the movie is, like, in the radio scene, or in the radio uh, broadcast, they're explaining how, you know, it is a clown dressed in black and white that's very thin with really big shoes on. And she's just like, hold on, I think that clown I saw earlier was wearing black and white. (laughs) It was like... For someone who used the word retard in this movie, she blew me away. You notice how it's usually people that use that word. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, Fucking Tara is making her way back through, like, the labyrinth that she's had to go with. You know, and this crazy fucking cat lady is just kind of in here, living Mm -hmm. in here. With her shopping cart with like a four gallon jug of bleach, you know, and everything. 
It's actually for water. She's holding what we pre- yeah. <laughs> She's holding what we presume is a baby, but it's actually just a porcelain doll. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Ah, oh, new roommate, you should pay your rent." What was the line? She, she oh, she was like, "I'm really excited. We should do laundry together because I could use someone interesting to talk yeah, to." Yeah, but what was the line she dropped about? Like it was like punctuality is the thief of time or yes, something like uh, that yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And John and I both looked at each other like. Did you understand what that meant? I. It's not even like I understand what she was trying to say. It's just like I don't think that. And you pointed this out. Like there, that line could not have hit any worse than it did <laughs> you know, for something that presumably was written to be a little bit of a foreshadowing, like overarching. Oh, let me go home and think about this. You know, it. It just whatever. So this is already maybe. If it's you were just, looking for the depth, you couldn't drown in it. Yeah, right. <laughs> could not get my feet wet standing in this puddle. Um, so. While this is happening, I mean, again, I'm kind of like, I'm on the, like, is is Dawn dead, you know, and we we don't get much insight to this because Art very quickly appears inside the house. Yeah, and she's we, actually actively leaving now because yeah, yeah. there's like this uh, inconsequential scene where she like leaves the girl or the crazy cat lady mm-hmm. and then she walks past this mound of tires <laughs> that was yeah, not the right that, way to go. True. Which is fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> Because she's tired. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. So she goes up through this fucking causeway. And there's this... One thing that they really did... That Damien Leone really did well in this movie... Was each scene that he was trying to present art mm-hmm. in. And this was a really good example of that. Because she walks through the causeway... And the camera is facing her... Mm-hmm. Her, her front facing toward us... And she just stops and she's in shock and she's in fear. And we're like, everybody who's watching is like, oh God, Art's right on the other side. Mm -hmm. And it's that like, it's one of the hardest cuts to him just like, (laughs) 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 and he catches her in the ankle a couple times, I think with like a a razor. Yeah. Well, so it's like. There's two instances where she gets chased around this garage Mm -hmm. And it's, it almost feels like uh, the scene in Viva Vendetta when they're doing uh, Stephen Fry's television show and they do the, the chicken dance. He's chasing her and then they go through another door and she's chasing him and then they're both running in different doors. Then they high five for some reason. So he does finally like catch up to her and like sneak up behind her as every murderer does. And just fucking, he's carrying around a scalpel. You wouldn't be a murderer if you weren't good at murdering. <laughs> well, what? they they caught most of them. They did. But the ones that are out there, those are the good ones. Those, stop shitting on bathroom walls. Yeah, That's you all piece I'm saying. of shit. I will serial kill you. I'm more mad about that than I am the fact that you're a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> that took a weirdly dark turn. <laughs> like shit dark. <laughs> so anyways... I have this in my notes as scuffle because yeah. no, nothing really comes out of this. Right? They scuffle, they tussle, and then finally, like, she gets stabbed in the calf like four or five times. She kind of gets away for a minute. Like, yeah. And then she, like, hides behind this thing that's, like, in front of all the cars. I guess it's, like, an air pumping station sure. or something. This is the kind of shit that I always feel like is bullshit mm-hmm. where, like, Art's, like, walking up beside it but he's only looking the other way Mm -hmm. (laughs) and she's got like something to fight him with and she just like picks up a rock and throws it and he goes the other direction why would you want him to get out of your line of sight 
Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just kind of how I think about it, too. Also, I'd have broken that motherfucker's ankles with that shit. Like, (laughs) he... Art at no point in this movie showed like an inept or an adept level of combat prowess. <laughs> you know? so, um, well, as we find out later, he really doesn't have to. <laughs> well, tr- and so that's yeah. Um, so a couple of there, there's some ancillary things that are going on. Uh, Victoria is on her way. We get a shot of her driving, and she hears the same report go out on the radio that had already been reported and everything. We see Mike in a hallway, and he's yeah. he's janitorizing a floor for some reason even though he's yeah. an exterminator he's, he's rocking out to some incubus he's mopping <laughs> pardon me uh, so pardon me she gets a uh, Tara gets a look and like you know she's kind of help me help and gets yeah. like immediately right before the big mm. scream gets left you know and she gets injected with something I guess some kind of like clown serum yeah <laughs> You've heard of benzos. These are bozos. <laughs> I'll <Gosh>. be here. <laughs> be here all week. I'll be here all week. All fucking. My girl got shot up with bozos. <laughs> Hard cut. Hard cut. Now she is, yeah, go. go. Now we're in like this hostile style scene yeah. where it's like. She's like, t- du- or Tara, sorry, is like duct taped to this chair. And Art's just like off yeah. to the side, like looking at different. He's just like looking at different items that he has. Kind of like showing them to her. She's like, and he's like, okay, puts that down. Oh, no axe? How about a bone saw? she's like, oh, God. He totally, yeah. Grabs the head, grabs the hair, pretends like... He keeps pretending he's going to kill her, like, two for flinching, bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> ah! Yeah. Ah! And he finally walks over to the ro- other side of the room. There's the giant tarp that's been hanging down the What's whole behind time? the giant tarp, John? Oh, my God. Probably the hottest person in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily. It was Dawn. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. I'm not saying... That she needed to have her underwear off from the beginning, but I'm a little surprised that she did. Yeah. You know, because, like, fucking uh, Art just has this giant reveal, and, like, we don't see the Bucci, and I get that that's totally respectful. I didn't need to see it from the get-go, but you could have... Well, you know it's there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was a part of us all along. It was, It was the Bucci Uh we found along the way. It's true. (laughs) It usually is. (laughs) So now, you know, we have duct tape Tara... To the fucking chair. Duct tape Tara. <laughs> Duct tape Tara. T- trying to Tara morph her chair to get out of it. <laughs> to wear up. I'm going to stop. <laughs> I, like I, already, I already said the funniest thing I'm going to say today. So I'm gonna... <laughs> I like a do the cha-cha. <laughs> so now we have like, you know, these very hard faces that uh Art the Clown was very, or David Howard Thornton was very good at making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're all very abrupt. They're all very sharp, um, which I think comes along with his chin that I was very impressed with. His nose as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't think his nose was natural. Well, it might be. I'm not going to say that on here. <laughs> but, anyways, you know, we have Tara screaming, No, don't hurt her. Or that's what I interpret from duct tape. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I we, speak bondage. <laughs> Well, in a lot of instances, you kind of need to. Yeah. 
Fuck your safe word. A, a safety word that's muffled is still a safety word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now we have, like, uh, Art kind of walks around the back of her, and we're just seeing these thighs, like, hemorrhaging, uh-huh. which I was just like, oof. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he takes the bone saw from the top, and it's weird for me that, like, when people talk about this movie, they talk about, like, this being the most prolific scene in it. And I will say, this whole movie has done an amazing job of practical effects, mm-hmm. and this definitely was one of them. You can tell that it was probably their most expensive because they showed it, like, five fucking times right. throughout the rest right. of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we start with the bone saw at the top of the booty and just start going down, like, and, you know, everybody's screaming, there's blood going everywhere. Mm-hmm. We hit pelvis. We hit <laughs> We hit chest. Her intestines hit the floor, and she's still screaming. Right. I'm like, she's we been We hit dead. the heart. <laughs> we hit the neck. She's still screaming. <laughs> We're like right under the chin, and she's like, stop it. <laughs> I can still survive this. <laughs> Sesame Street is brought to you today by the letter V. Four. Kill, kill number, number four. four. Wow. I really wish it was five. I did too. That would have been That would have been pretty, yeah. <laughs> Well, he was standing beside it, so it was like the eye. And the <laughs> yeah, because you got the little dot on the nose. Yeah. It's perfect. If Damien did that on purpose, props. Damien Leone, please get back to us yeah. on that. Because now I'm curious. Yeah. Or just tell us that it is and that we were the people to discover it. Yeah. You can lie to your whole yeah. audience. I want sponsorship. <laughs> I want your crowdsourcing. <laughs> I want to check for $1,000 every month for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, so, anyway. In the midst of the Bucci Destroyer, we have Tara, who is just, like, terraforming this chair and ripping through. Mm-hmm. And she finally, like, I guess this chair was, like, 100 years old because, like, one of the arms <laughs> she just cracks up and sawdust just mm-hmm. goes everywhere. Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> It actually starts speaking in Swedish. <laughs> I can't do a Swedish accent. I can't do that. <laughs> that's way, that's yeah. way too whisper white for me. <laughs> so, anyways, she breaks out. Art's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to see a sad clown? Yeah. It was that scene. Yeah, it was that moment, right. <laughs> so he chases her out, and now we have... All right, so we get out back to another garage chase, which, again, like... With the budget for this movie, I was really impressed with how much Damon Leone practically would reuse scenes He definitely and utilizes yeah. his space well, um, to the point that this is where it's getting a little... This is where the movie begins to drag a little bit for yeah. me, just in terms of like the visuals that I'm seeing again. Budget shit aside and all that. Like, yeah. This is one of those things for me where it's just like... Okay, we have another chase scene, and it's the same girl that's already been chased and already mm-hmm. been caught. So, like, we know how this goes, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? From a storytelling perspective, it's just like, and I mean, she does kind of fight back here. She yeah. gets like a board and starts beating the shit out of him. But yeah, she like she, goes and she gets sneaks up on him, yeah. which was kind of cool. Yeah, I am going to talk about this because this is my biggest issue. And Damian Leone, I have a lot of respect for you as a writer and a director. This fucked me up in this movie. When you look at the most iconic murderers, slashers of all time, name one, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, anybody, Mm -hmm. anybody, fucking Chucky, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like anybody, Pinhead, Mm -hmm. anybody. (laughs) I can let go when a slasher or an iconic horror villain runs. That's fine. I totally get that. 
Why in the fuck does he have a Colt 45? Why in the fuck can th- does this dude need to shoot somebody? Right. So and he fucking pegs her right in the thigh, and she's just like, "Oh fuck me!" Like femoral artery. Yeah. Mark that. Yeah. Right. So not only does he like know how to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> this is what this scene gave me. Um, Ralph Bakshi made a movie either in the late 70s or early 80s called Wizards. Okay. And Wizards was about a good wizard and a bad wizard. And the bad wizard gets his hands on Nazi propaganda and decides to turn the earth that's like his like little realm into like industry. Very like Saruman style from Lord of the Rings. So we're going to start manufacturing weapons of mass destruction and things so he can like take over the world. The good wizard... Is the type of dude that's like, no, nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna allow this. We've always used our magic. We've always like cared about nature and things like that. The whole movie culminates with this duel between both of them: the industry versus the magic and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. As the good wizard is laying on his back, prepared to die, he whips out a pistol. <laughs> And shoots the bad wizard with a pistol and kills him. And it's meant to be like this plot twist that really worked in that movie because we had so much build up to that. And it was sure. funny. It, mm-hmm. it really did feel like a plot twist for the good wizard that never relied on technology or <laughs> conventional firearms or weaponry to like kill somebody. To pull out a blunderbuss. That's, that's, I think he did that on purpose. I will say that. Like, obviously, he, like, made this scene happen on purpose. He did that with intentionality. But I think it was supposed to be tongue-in-cheek that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though that sucks. (laughs) I think my bias, too, again, like, when you look at all of these prolific icons and horror, is like, okay, well, they don't get the brakes beaten off of them either. And this dude got punked down so hard by some bitch that he had to resort to pulling a gun out and fucking right. shooting her. Right. And that takes away... It's completely different than what I just described. Yeah. It's, it, a, it's it, a completely it, different set of circumstances. It's yes. a power vacuum right. now. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this character is a fallible, dest- destructible piece of shit. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he is the shit on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> and he, he, like, it, it's not even that and he, he shoots her. he runs out of bullets. <laughs> yeah, he runs out of bullets and then he, like, goes and reloads and comes back and shoots her, like, six more times in the face for, you know, kill number five and all that. Fucking the weakest kill number five. It, but it sucked and it was also like, oh shit, the person that I thought was the main character is dead and we're not even halfway through this movie or we're a little bit past halfway through this movie at this point and it's just like, okay, so we're 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 undoing all of the conventional like horror tropes in sure. terms of, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's this is where the movie loses me. Well, it's definitely a page out of Nightmare. We're like, the person that we're seeing is not the person sure. that we'll see at the end. And, the, and it's one of those things that happens when you reuse tropes and you reuse things that aren't established as tropes. This is just something that somebody has pulled off in mm-hmm. the past and that kind of thing. You are basically saying that you think you can do it as well or better than mm-hmm. that original thing. And it just doesn't feel that way ever. Yeah. That's why like live action remakes of The Last Airbender happen. Because people, <laughs> people actually believe that they can do it as well or better than the original. Right? I'm not trying to like... like I just, think Shyamalan was just the only one that would touch it. Sure, and, I, and I'm, I'm, yeah, and I'm not trying to dunk on you know Leon here. It's just it's one of those things where it's like I've seen all this before, yeah. and this isn't new, so it's not hitting me like you know like it was probably yeah. intended to, right? Um, and so this is kind of where I sort of like kind of like emotionally check out from the movie. Yeah, a yeah, bit, yeah. You know? And like I said, for me, I think it was one of those things where we created a power vacuum. Yeah away from Mm -hmm. what we're afraid of or Mm -hmm. what we're supposed to be afraid of. We went from this guy 
who was in control and sawing a bitch in half from her bucci to getting his shit caved in by this person you know what i mean it's like all of the terror is gone and all he's of just the, like you know, oh my dick yeah, why yeah she does hit him in the dick yeah square yeah um and so that's kind of it for this scene. Um, the the pest control guy Mike is kind of you know. Well, so the crazy cat lady saw all of this happen, right? And so she kind of scurries away, and the pest control guy Mike is like, kind of, here I am, <laughs> you know. It's got his big Superman S on his chest. He's ready right. to like, you know. Because in between, he goes back and f- uh, the cell phone starts going off. I think it was Dawn's. Yeah. Uh, because. Victoria or Tori or however the fuck they refer to her in the movie is like trying to call and figure out, okay, well, where are you guys at? And yeah. Arch just sitting there like, he goes, Tara's sick. Come around back. I'm like, if I were Victoria and I had no idea what was going on, I would still be like, Don, why don't you answer your yeah. phone? When we could have talked about this instead of you hanging up on me and then texting me. Right. <laughs> Tara's sick. Come around. <laughs> and then, like, meanwhile, uh, you know, Art is like making his rounds because she's standing at this door forever. Yeah. She, he has enough time to take a hammer to Mike's face, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that scene was incredible too because he's just like creeping up behind him, mm-hmm. like squatting, just looking like the goddamn Grinch coming up the stairs. <laughs> you know? And Mike is like on the phone with his boy. Who? What did you say his name was? Will or yeah, something like Will that? Will the exterminator? Will the exterminator? comes in for Mike the Exterminator and he's trying like hey man just like I need help you can, if, I know it's like <laughs> there's this them. crazy cat lady yeah. who's now gone and I'm I gotta ready. bomb this place can you just I need an assistant <laughs> right you know everything there's so, too many white people here <laughs> <laughs> and he gets domed and, and like at this point I had written down kill number six and this gets redacted later this is another thing yeah. about horror like when I, this is entirely like self induced because yeah. of the way I take notes you know <laughs> oh there's no way you survived that well yeah and I, I'm just like oh that he, well because he's on a kill streak right and I know oh, people yeah. that are on kill streak get buffs when they go on kill streaks <laughs> and so like I'm assuming that he's got uh, the Michael Myers buff yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, Victoria starts maneuvering her way through the house and so we have this kind of like okay now the killer's got like crazy cat lady to deal with has victoria to deal with you know and yeah. so he has to the he's fighting a war on two fronts I suppose. <laughs> um we're not sure if he can do it because he had to take a gun out to kill somebody yeah <laughs> a 45 pound girl <laughs> yeah and then we just have like this kind of quick scene that i don't think there was a lot of depth to but it was like uh the cat lady finds him he has hit her quote unquote daughter mm-hmm. the Emily por- yeah oh I, wow she named it Jesus she did. Christ and the reason I know that is because they said Emily twice as much in this movie from a dialogue <laughs> standpoint than they said Tara's name that's real shit I didn't know that Tara was named Tara until I got on IMDb <laughs> I'll be honest <laughs> God bless you IMDb yeah. sponsor us <laughs> I want to check for a thousand dollars honestly I'd take a gas card <laughs> Anyways, uh, so we just have this very quick scene where, you know, he's sitting, what I can say is Indian style, (laughs) rocking this baby. Does that feel good? Not really. I feel feel dirty now. Um, So he's caressing this porcelain doll and he's like miming. He's like, shh, Mm -hmm. you're going to wake the baby. I'm just sitting here like, oh, fuck, man. And then like uh, the, the cat lady walks up and she's just like, have you ever felt a mother's touch before? And mm-hmm. I'm like, 
That's kind of hot. <laughs> Sounded kind of sexy. We're, here, we're here for pogs and mills. <laughs> so it, he, she kind of like <laughs> leans in and like caresses the back of Art's head and Art starts sucking his thumb. And I'm just like, this I, This was actually the most uncomfortable scene yeah. in the movie. Believe again, it or not. <laughs> again, again, we've seen the slaughtered Bucci twice now. I've seen shit on a wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just like, uh, I guess he's like, he's like sucking the blood off of his thumb. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's, and, it's pretty good. Then we get a, it's like cutting back and forth with um, Victoria. She has entered at this point, yeah, right? Yeah. We, she hasn't run into Mike yet, but she's like, Tara! She, yeah. Tara! She sounded like a, she sounded like Iago. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally she like, finds this body that's laying on the ground with hair on like you know uh-huh. I you know like people don't have hair but yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's like wrapped around this and person she, was not bald and she like she's trying to help whoever the person is that's laying face first she looks over and it's the cat lady and her entire chesticles have been <laughs> removed, removed. Yeah. yeah with, with surgical precision <laughs> And then, of course, uh, as she's like, ah, Art, like, rolls over and just goes, ah. <laughs> and he's got titties Psych. now. <laughs> yeah, he's doing that, like, uh, like y'all have seen Rocky Horror Picture Show. He's doing, like, that routine. You know what I mean? It's kind of, it, it was, uh, this is the part where I'm like, all right, you know what? Art's cool. You yeah. know, I'm here. <laughs> you almost pulled it off like Willem Dafoe and Boondock Saints. Yeah, like, yeah, he looks man. up, you almost heard the. Come to mama. <laughs> yeah, it was so fucking funny to me. It was just it, like at that point, I was just like this. We've like thrown caution. Oh the wind yeah, and, you he's know, got yeah. like the drag queen strut coming out. He's flipping his hair around. I have nothing to lose, no matter what happens. <laughs> you know, this is this. I'm just in this ride. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, and I guess we'll go ahead and note kill number seven for mom. Kill number fucking seven. Even though it's really six. Because, like, Mike isn't dead yet. You know what I mean? It's just, like, the order of operations here. um, (laughs) But then, like, Will shows up, too. And so they have this, like, not Will. Will does show up, but, like, not before there's an exchange between Victoria and um, Art. Right. And there's a little bit of, there's another little Scooby-Doo chase through another hangar bay mm-hmm. and another warehouse room. Another, and you that know, shot was really cool because yeah. it was all done through a peephole. Yeah. And it was all, like, Art knew she was in there the whole mm-hmm. time. She knew that Art was there the whole time. And Art was just kind of fucking with her. Mm-hmm. And then, then we have Will roll up Finally outside. Shows up, yeah. And he's, like, honking. He's trying to call... Um, Mike. Which is one of the most intelligent thing I've ever seen in a horror movie. The fact that this dude like acknowledged that I haven't heard back from my friend that's been calling me for help at three mm-hmm. in the morning. I'm not walking into that building. <laughs> I'm gonna blow my horn and he can come to me. <laughs> yeah. Until yeah. He, he does finally walk in and then we act it's funny too, because I was like, I saw Art walking away after the horn started going off. He's like, Oh, well, I guess I better get back into my clown attire. I just put these titties on. <laughs> these are brand new titties. <laughs> Will is maneuvering his way through the rooms and he comes across the porcelain doll. He comes across mm-hmm. Emily. Sorry, I didn't mean to generalize. This is a real thing. Her name is Emily. Okay. You're right. However they are. Is identify. Emily in the room with you right now? 
he just fucking stomps Emily. He's like, what the fuck is that? He kneels down, and then you just have that classic horror rise over his head. <laughs> Knife know. to the brain. Right. And this was like one of the weirdest fucking four. Kill number seven. Yeah. Actually, no, this is kill number eight. Kill number eight is Mike's friend. I stopped keeping track. because Seven was, yeah. was, I put it as meth lady for some reason in this last But seven one. was really six, though, because Mike isn't no, dead. No, I never counted Mike. No, because Mike isn't dead yet. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Is I never put okay. Mike. I never, <laughs> you never put Mike. You've seen the movie I, yeah, before. Okay. I never put Mike in the kill okay. count. <laughs> that was just me. Okay, got it. Cool. No, we're still on track. We're still on fucking track. Um, so, anyways, uh, Mike's. Mike's friend Will, yeah, as we know now, yeah, Will the Exterminator. Full name, please. Gets exterminated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Four. Cool. Kill, kill number, number eight. Seven. <laughs> kill number fucking seven, eight. <laughs> Knife to the dome. A cruel twist of fate. Well, and the weird part too is like he gets brained. It almost felt like Art was trying to stir the pot yeah. a little bit. It's fine. And as. Yeah. <laughs> Brains too. Brains too. Starts playing my green day. <laughs> so as we're muddling the mixture, we have like he pulls out the bone saw again and just starts releasing this dude's throat. But and like I'm, not all the way either. Yeah, but, but also the guy's just like ah, yeah. and I'm like, you don't have brain function anymore. He kind of nearly headless nicks him too. He like bends it back for a big like splooge of like extra blood comes out of the out of the hole and it lands on Emily and Emily's still making the Emily face, you know, because she's not fucking alive. (laughs) So. (laughs) Help me, mommy. Yeah. That would have been sick if it had said something. That would have been hilarious. Or like. Or just said something weird like, who farted? (laughs) There's a snake in my boot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, that was dark. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. Um. He, he does... Uh, there's another scuffle that happens between Victoria and Art. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Art, just another chase scene. It is. It, and this is... That's kind of what my point she, was. It's just like, okay, Jesus fucking Because Christ, she like, finds Tara's body with, like, right. this sign that just says circus across yeah. it, which... I get that he's a clown, and that still doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's like, what was the circus? Murder? Yeah, like, right, yeah. Is that like social commentary? Like, is like life a circus? You know what? It, you I'm know really what I mean? trying not to dive too yeah. deep into that. Slasher movies, dude. You don't have to. That's the best part. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if there's subtext or not. Ah, uh, maybe that's what I didn't get about this movie the whole time. <laughs> um, and we get the flail finally comes out, which was right. like the one that he, you know, brought into his bag of <coughs> his bag of tricks at the beginning of the movie. I was like, all right, here we go. Like, which, like this is like kind a- of an unconventional. <laughs> slasher weapon yeah. you know what I mean yeah. and it's also like the, the most like jerry rigged thing I've ever yeah. seen cause it's like it's got like scissors tied to it <laughs> yeah. and a scalpel <laughs> and a chicken wing there's other stuff right. <laughs> <laughs> he just like walks up behind her cause she's like uh, uh, sorry. What, Victoria. Victoria's yeah. like on her knees and she's just like, you can't be dead. You can't be dead. And I'm just like, yeah, she uh, can. Yeah, she, can. <laughs> she is. Yeah. I, I seize it. <laughs> <laughs> like Art just starts like, I almost wish he was just dragging it across that dirty ass yeah, floor. Yeah. Instead, you just, just a hear, little more bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, you hear the jingle jangle yeah. just like between it. He just starts <laughs> flailing her legs and she's just like, ah, 
Ah, why, God? And why? he kind of like he's playing too. He's kind of like doing like dances while he's like winding up his swings and that kind of thing. It's oh, so it was very funny. much like Joker killing Jason Todd. Right. Like, <laughs> I'm just playing with my food for a minute. Right. And of course, now we have Mike the Exterminator. <laughs> and I wish I had known that full name earlier because I would have landed a joke much better when he comes up behind her and just fucking cracks Art in the back of the head and been. You've just been exterminated. 100%. You're right, it would have worked better earlier. Yeah, because earlier the joke sucked. Right. (laughs) I was like, it's been cleaned. Because I thought thought he was like the fucking janitor. (laughs) Bug bombing and all. He just is a man of many talents. All all that I'm saying is he fucking came in and like cleaned up. Oh, yeah. He he hit the shit out of our dude. (laughs) Yeah, he knocked him unconscious. Right, right. No wonder this pussy runs a gun. Right, yeah. That's, that's kind of what I'm saying. Because he can get bodied by anybody, apparently. And Mike takes Victoria, who's all caught up and traumatized and shit, and kind of drags her like through a couple of warehouses and hangar bays and things like that, and like lands in this room because she's having a hard time walking. Presumably. Yeah. Um, and he's like, okay. Oh, I'm gonna... my Bucci. Yeah. And he's like, all right, you stay here. I'm going to go call the police. And she's like, no, don't leave me. Don't leave me. He's like, no, the phone is like literally right behind me. You can me. see the phone <laughs> right in the shot. Right. <laughs> it's got like a light on it. <laughs> like coming through a window on the. You don't even have to throw the rock. Yeah. You could just toss it and yeah. you'd probably hit the phone. <laughs> and of course he calls out for help and he's just like, we need ambulances we need fucking police. And the uh, 911 operator is just like, well, I need you guys to stay where you are. And Mike's like, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> yeah. No. If he literally <laughs> tells him. You lost your fucking mind. <laughs> if this motherfucker gets up, he is dangerous. Right. He is armed. And I'm right. like, actually, that's a really good thing to tell it, yeah. these people. Yeah. Like, you yeah. should come in guns a-blazing. Yeah. And, of course, they're like, I put it in as we make the great escape. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it away! I was going to say, you remember that year in music where like four songs came out called The Great Escape and they weren't related to each other or covered by anybody? You know what I mean? That was crazy. We had like Miley Cyrus, Boys Like Girls. I'm thinking about it. There was like three or four Great Escapes. I was thinking of The Climb. The Climb, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's The Climb! (laughs) Anyways, uh, it was funny too. You remember that point where Boys Like Girls became a metal band? Instead of softcore emo. And then, like, the singer from Boys Like Girls started the greatest, like, 80s revival <laughs> band like, that nobody gives a shit about. Yeah, go spend the night game. I don't mind playing that. They're dope as fuck. Um, so, yeah. We, <laughs> we try to make the great escape. And we have, like, a metal rod. We're trying to break the padlock through the outside. Mike's, like, frustrated. He's like, fuck, I don't remember the way out of here. And another, <laughs> like, irony, you know? <laughs> Sorry, this was a really great idea in my head. Right. And, of course, like, he bends over to get something. I don't even understand what the fuck it was. And then Art just comes <laughs> out the <laughs> He just comes out the door with a barrel and just donkey kongs his ass. <laughs> Beats the brakes off of this dude with a fucking barrel. <laughs> Hits him to the ground, and then he just starts fucking American history Xing this dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, Victoria's still just like, ah, ah, right. ah, gotta break the lock, gotta break the lock, <laughs> right. gotta break the lock. This is my job. <laughs> gotta break the lock, gotta break the lock. <laughs> <laughs> well, she finally does, Art sneaks up behind her, 
grabs her, and she doesn't run out because she like takes something and stabs him in the eye and instead of running out the door that she just opened she goes the other way <laughs> she goes back through another warehouse another yeah. hangar. <laughs> so we're like sitting in this causeway and of course art pops up behind her <laughs> and plastic bags her and like i felt such a sense of nostalgia not from my own murders but jesus christ <laughs> well playing manhunt on playstation 2 oh, okay where it was just like, oh, here's the first weapon you get. It's just a plastic bag that you have to fucking, like, silently kill people with. I like it. And, of course, she, like, opens it because she's not a fucking idiot. Right. We were waiting for it. I was like, poke a hole in your mouth. Because <laughs> her mouth's like, <laughs> And it, like, he, like, Art, like, rips it in half after she does that. She runs away and he, like, looks at it like, fuck, I can't believe that didn't work. <laughs> I think she just, like, stabs him in the foot and runs away. It's He's... another, like, again, at this point, I'm like, this is probably a comedy. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this is... We say this while people that are watching, too, are, like, throwing up and fainting in theaters. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, dude. 100%. That's the only reason I, w- I said we should watch this. Okay. Damn. Wow, that didn't happen to me. Yeah. I was laughing. <laughs> for two. Yeah. For oh, two. for two. For okay. two. My for bad. two. Okay. For two. I was like, no. 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 <laughs> Oh, my booty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the V to V scene was one of those, like, like I get it. I could eat while watching that, though. Yeah, true. Eat some booty. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Pornhub. <laughs> Pornhub, sponsor us. <laughs> Want to check for a thousand. <laughs> so... Anyways, now yeah. she runs back around to the door that she opened initially. Yeah. I guess she was kiting him, right? Yeah, no, 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 that's right, that's right. See, we have a Dark Souls fan base, I feel like. I feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so good. she kites Art back into the corridors. She runs back out and around, and then runs back into the fucking garage! And Art, being the guy... Like, it's funny, too, because he comes up to the door, and there's, like, a padlock mm-hmm. on the door that she slid through. And she's, like, on the other side. She's like, leave me alone! Leave me alone! And he, like, puts a fucking, like, bike horn through yeah. and just goes, eh, 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 eh. Mark, mark, mark. That's what you sound like. <laughs> <laughs> and then silence falls. She starts to hear the cop sirens. And this is the part where it really is a comedy. Yeah. Because you see the truck lights turn on, and it's like, wait, cops don't drive his truck. <laughs> And then, like, the fucking car just, or the truck just, like, plows through the door and just fucking... Gets oh. the shit out of Victoria. Ah! <laughs> I think I'm bleeding in my chest. <laughs> Art's, like, listening to, like, funky, like, jazz fusion, which is sick. Again, like, I'm here for it. Yeah, he's just beat bopping. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, this is, this is nice. Totally. And he, like, examines the body... That, like, we at this point, I'm like, yeah. hey, Victoria's fucking dead. Right? <laughs> um, because that's just too much, like, damage. That's a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage! I missed it. It was right there. I missed it. Um, and he um, sticks a finger on her face and wipes a little bit of blood off and then tastes it and decides he wants to begin eating exclusively her face. And I'm like, I guess yeah. this is what he does right. now. He's also a cannibal. <laughs> ever seen that happen in any other scene so that's fine cops show up and they have their guns out i said freeze if you don't freeze after three more attempts to get you freeze i'm gonna fucking shoot you i said it's freeze tag you're frozen (laughs) you didn't get me yes i did (laughs) 
and Art turns. He's like around. one of the statues in Spyro. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Um, that's Crash Bandicoot. Uh, anyway, he turns around with his Colt forty five, which has been reloaded. And two zigzags. Which yeah. <laughs> which has been reloaded somehow, um, and he. Uh, blows his fucking brains out. He sticks the gun in his mouth, and, and everybody's like, "No, don't do that!" Like you weren't prepared to shoot him. You know I wanted I mean? to do it. All right, like again, we've had the cop thing. Like we've had that conversation before. There's no version of this where a mm-hmm. cop sees somebody eating somebody's face <laughs> and doesn't shoot to kill. Oh, fuck you know what no. I mean? You're unloading. There's three people with guns drawn behind him, and. This just reminds me of... I, I count two guns. <laughs> I had uh, a, good, a good friend of mine, and still one of my best friends to this day. His stepdad and his two daughters, he had like one of the most gangster parenting things that he would do, yeah. where he would be like, all right, you do it or I do it. And they would be like, I do it! Right. And that's exactly what Art did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so sick. Yeah, so now, like... I guess that's kill number nine. Kill number fucking nine, because guess who's not our kill number nine is Victoria. Yeah. We have the cop, he, like, leans down and goes, Oh my god! <laughs> What's wrong with your face? She's not fucking dead. She's really fucking ugly, but she's not fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> And, and we have the hard cut, right? Yeah, right to the coroner's office. And there's, like, this really funny, like, cheeky wordplay between... I guess they're just... Because the, it's EMTs, I think, that take it to the coroner. I don't think that's police officers that actually I don't know do how that. that system works, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't Probably care. doesn't work like that either. It's probably also not in, like, the basement of, like, somebody's apartment <laughs> building, you know, like it was presented to us. Oh, m- most definitely. Um, well, and here... So... He's like, hey, will you uh, will you get me a bacon, egg, and cheese or something with bacon on it? <laughs> and he was like, I thought you were watching your cholesterol. Yeah, I'm watching it. I'm watching it go up. <laughs> the other the other cop EMT is like, uh, how do you eat when you do this? He's like, hey man, like look, I've been doing this for 22 years. If you've ever seen an eight month old microwave, you sort of like <laughs> everything else is just what does he say? It's like a fresh hat. Expression. I'm not, everything I'm not, else is an old hat. An old hat. Okay. I'm not familiar with that expression. Northeast Southwest American dialect. <laughs> I just don't have any old hats. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's not fucking true. You know, that's not fucking. I've seen it. <laughs> anyway, he opens the body bag, and sure enough, this is Mike. Yeah. You know, and you can see the blunt force trauma to the head and all that shit. So it's like, all right, cool. And he's like, Ugh. let's see what he got. To, let's I don't see. even have to examine yeah. this. We know how he died. He's dead. <laughs> Oh, he did. Goes to the other bag, unzips it, and it's Art's bag. Mm-hmm. And Art is wide-eyed and smiling. <laughs> and he's, he's like, ugh. ugh. <laughs> <laughs> then the fluorescent lights start flickering. Different lights Phone go on. starts ringing. I'm <laughs> fairly certain that his jacket actually lights up a different color at some point. <laughs> like It was like this weird beige, like the paint color in my house. <laughs> And then he turns back down after the lights he finally turns settle. turns into a UPS driver. <laughs> I he looks down and... My Art, benefits. <laughs> and Art just starts choking the shit out of him yeah. in a non-sexual fashion. Yeah. And then we start to get the pan out. The lights start flickering again. 
And we cut... Mo- well, we don't cut movie quite yet. There's one more scene in case you hadn't picked up on it by yeah, now, right? Yeah, there's one more scene, and it's them revealing that Victoria was the one with the fucked mm-hmm. up face, which I don't feel like they needed to do, because they already told us she was alive. Yeah. I get that they probably needed to add three more minutes, so it wasn't just like a straight-to-tubey special, but... Sure. yeah. <laughs> but... The lighting in it was kind of cool. They put, like, the the red and black grit filter over it. Mm. It looked really good. So, mm. I mean, I get why they wanted to do it's it. It's also cool to establish that Victoria is, in fact, a murderer. Yeah. You know, because now that you're piecing it together with the beginning of it, you kind of get... I get the idea that maybe Art's psychological effect on people is to turn yeah. them into some version of himself. And maybe mm. he's, like, an it kind of character, like a Pennywise kind of character where he operates... A network or something like that. Again, we'll find out when the second movie comes out what that yeah. meant or if it meant anything. I don't know, but it was kind of crazy to me to see that come full circle. I like that. Yeah, you know. I, I get like giving that gift at the end. I had also just pieced it together already. Right, you know? exactly. <laughs> you know, not being a hard R, you kind of yeah. get it together. <laughs> right. um, I am a retard. <laughs> Retardando. <laughs> Slow it down. <laughs> But yeah, that was the Terrifier. Yeah. Eric, I don't let you go first. What, yeah. what uh, I say let, like I have bearing over this. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm asked. <laughs> yeah. what, what, what did you think about this movie? What yeah. was your rating? What was what was everything about this movie? Man, I, I don't know that I can give this one a hard rating because this this one, and I'm trying, I've been trying to think the entire time of like what a good example of a horror franchise is that starts off like on a like not a lighter note but like a less intense note and and the only thing that i can think of is like friday the 13th mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah, and yeah. it's like that's a bad comparison cuz this movie is much worse than the original friday the 13th <laughs> um i'm feeling like a 5 on this one if this turns into one of those things where the story has a lot of intricate moving parts that get referenced back to and all of it was done with a purpose and an idea in mind if they end up doing a trilogy or a saga mm-hmm. or anything like that on my rating with this movie will probably go up because okay. i will want to go back and watch it again and see what i missed if a sure. lot of those like things that were written on the wall maybe the tools are representative of who knows right right why is he wear black and white why is he a mime things right. like that i don't know if they talked about that in who hurt him right you know what <laughs> I mean? exactly if all this is in play um it it's probably going to feel closer to a six for me because okay. it serves as a strong origin story for the character in the canon that they intend to tell in the movies yeah versus the anthology um, but I don't think I can give it more than a five just because of the things we talked about already, like the gripes that I have with like him having a gun, um, mm-hmm. him shitting on a wall. <laughs> <laughs> you are just the worst kind right. of person. Just, and that's the thing is like I really like art as a as a slasher because right. now we have that like okay he's got a level of immortality he's got a level of like armor surrounding mm-hmm. him that his like spirit may not be able to be killed or something mm-hmm. is he a Michael Myers type of character right. you know what I mean so who knows right I've never seen Michael Myers blow his brains out I have seen that motherfucker take over 20 different bullets yeah <laughs> and so there uh, who knows I don't yeah. I don't know what to call this right now like saw I guess was kind of the same way where like self-contained it would have worked but like it it made more sense the more mm-hmm. Saw movies came out. Sure. Right. You know, so. So would you put Art mm-hmm. as like, would you put him up there just based on this one? Based on this one, I don't think he's elite. 
I don't think he's an elite slasher. Mm-hmm. I do. He's like a vanguard right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he he. Uh, you know, he's going to play a couple of seasons in the minors, and they'll bring him up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and two might change our perspective. And that's kind of what my point is. Yeah. I just like I'm. Damien Leone has me invested in this story to the point that I am excited mm-hmm. to watch the second one to see where he takes this. Right? Yeah. If the second one fucking sucks or like abandons what was great about this one, it's no. He's like yeah. art isn't up there. But yeah. like again, with him having the immortality factor, mm-hmm. the him being a mime clown is super cool because you mm-hmm. usually get like this giggly, psychotic like voice that comes along with the clown mm-hmm. and then for him to be completely silent is intriguing and that kind of thing. It's like He's, the Michael Myers silence. And that's what I'm saying is again, are we using these tropes because they've been done before and I believe I can do it better or are we using these tropes because all of this is going to make sense one day? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And I totally agree and I think that's yeah. something that I talk about a lot in in any aspect of horror is again, it's the gravity to story. Yeah. Right. And for me, in this one, in in Terrifier One, the story falls really flat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the fact that it's not canon to where this character comes from is a little weird to me, because uh, only Dragon Ball Z gets to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but it is. It, it's it's strange to me that you're like, oh my god, I think we created an iconic character in this short story. Mm-hmm. But this short story doesn't matter anymore. Right. And I just couldn't really imagine that. I'm also just so sick of multiverses. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> the multiverse of madness. Yeah, I'm just not... Madness, here for- I say! Yeah, I'm just not here for that bullshit anymore. Tell the story. Mm-hmm. Tell the whole story in the story. Well, and I do think this was one of those things that he conceptualized much later because this didn't come out until after All Hallows Eve 2. Correct, yeah. And he looked back at it and he was like, wow, I think I actually developed a really good And apparently a lot of people liked the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's sick. I would probably give this movie a 5, maybe a 5.2. There there were some things that I really enjoyed, like the the practical effect Mm -hmm. usage on the budget that they had was great. Top notch. It was it was absolutely phenomenal. S tier job with that. But I think where it falls short for me is again like it's not that I dislike art. I think art is a good character. Mm-hmm. And I think that the way that he was developed was very weird. And I think that like when you look at again, why did and this is like more so pertaining to the end of the story because the first time I watched this I didn't know that he was just gonna come back to life. Mm-hmm. So why in the fuck does he have a gun? Yeah. Why does he have a gun? Yeah. I don't even care about the fact that I don't know why he comes back to life. Sure. Why? Yeah. Why is he putting right. bullets in people? You are breaking the rules. <laughs> <laughs> They're penetrating the bureaucracy. <laughs> yeah. Another thing I just want to touch on too, and we've alluded to this uh, David Howard Thornton's performance was outstanding oh absolutely um, I thought uh, like not to get if you want to like go in more depth with sure. it, that's fine I thought um, Samantha uh, Scaffity's performance mm-hmm. as Victoria was also very believable oh absolutely yeah. absolutely and I think she did a really good job of being the final girl that mm-hmm. picks up the baton yeah, yeah, halfway through uh-huh. it was very Nancy Relay. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah totally um, what I will say about David Howard Thornton not only was his performance transcendent for creating this character, that's part of the reason I asked you if you would put him up there with some of the icons. Yeah. And like story-wise, I totally agree with yeah. you. 
acting wise and the way he portrayed it, I was like, wow. Like, got the eyes right, got the mouth right, mm-hmm. got the body language right. Again, you like that, it was so sharp. That's got to be another level of challenging for mm-hmm. an actor to not be given any lines of dialogue mm-hmm. and have to deliver a performance that is dynamic at yeah, the same time. You know? exactly. And I thought that he, I thought that he crushed it. And so that, like, I for me. And the character art and the actor himself, David Howard Thornton, mm-hmm. I need mileage out of this character before yeah. I can do anything. Yeah. Before I can do anything about putting him on a list or, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah, great first impression, though. Yeah, and honestly, man, like, David Leone shaping that character outside of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, shaping how he wanted this character to be portrayed mm-hmm. in the cinematography that he used and in the way that he was giving direction to... David Howard Thornton was really good. You could tell that this wasn't a throwaway slasher. No. This probably was never meant to be a one-off, even though the the sequel Mm -hmm. is coming out here six years after the movie. Mm -hmm. Like, this is probably one of those things that, like... It it was it you know you know how like Lucas mm-hmm. wrote four five six seven eight nine right. and one two and three you know what I mean like it before it didn't matter it's like every author ever it, well it, yeah exactly it it mattered in the sense that Empire Strikes Back would not have come out had A New Hope not done well right 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 but the story has been completed regardless and mm-hmm. I have a feeling that the same is true with this franchise and I'm really hoping for that do you have any project projections for two um I I. Not in the sense of like wants or needs or anything like that. I mean, obviously, like with a bigger budget and a bigger audience draw and that kind of thing, I would like to think that they would take it as seriously as they did the first one, right, you know, right, and right. like continue to make it strong. If the second one is bad, I'm gonna that's yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I I don't I think that like I think that it's gonna be another baton pass scenario mm-hmm. and Victoria is gonna maybe it was a little bit of a um, like a legacy. Like a legacy thing, but um, there's a there's a specific term for it. It's like what like Beauty and the Beast. Like if you stay with somebody, it doesn't matter how like terrifying they are. Like mm-hmm. you'll come to love them or appreciate them for what they do or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? It's no, like there's I'm a shallow. there's a t- <laughs> oh fuck. No, I think that there's a level of connection between Victoria mm-hmm. and Art now, mm-hmm. and I think that that's the direction that the story may go. Okay, you know what I mean. Uh, I will say from what I have read, non-spoiler related... Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. That's, that's what it's called, is Stockholm uh, Syndrome. See, but yeah. Belle was in love with the Beast. No, uh, she wasn't. She got, <laughs> Belle got a library. Yeah, it was a really nice library. Yeah, I, uh, I have a family members give me things that were very nice. And, you know, gotta say. Not even gonna touch that one. <laughs> Um, I all I will say about Terrifier Two is I am really excited to watch mm-hmm. it because this is a movie as an indie horror film that reached eight hundred theaters and made one point two million the first weekend and got such a high demand that it came back to seven hundred theaters the following weekend yeah. and still made two point five million dollars. Hell yeah! So for an indie horror film, that is insane. Yeah. That is absolutely insane i i want to see what's making people vomit in the theater and have to leave i heard it was mashed potatoes oh yeah straight up (laughs) (laughs) we'll find out when we can stream it hopefully tuesday but do you have any uh closing thoughts on this um this is one that i really want to emphasize that people probably should watch just because this again this is sort of like it's giving me the vibes of like you discovered a band 
that nobody knows about. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, this isn't the best album that's ever been released mm-hmm. or made or anything like that, but the potential that lives in these creative minds and that kind of thing can't, oh, yeah. can't be understated. Yeah. And so I would love it if people would get on board with this it, before the we're on like three or four or five yeah, or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh my God, I've loved this since the beginning. You get a chance to be that person. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So. And honestly, it's... Uh, I, I, sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, that was it. Quick, I mean, that was but, the whole thought. But I'll even take it one step farther to... First of all, almost everything is available on Tubi. That is yep. part of uh, Damien Leone's uh, series that he's done. Mm-hmm. I would say that you should watch All Hallows' Eve, especially one. Mm-hmm. I don't think two is necessarily as integral to his mindset because uh, there's a little bit more shorts yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the second one, whereas the first one is a lot more drawn-out stories. Mm-hmm. Like It's more of a smaller compendium of richer stories which is what i really loved yes. about the first uh all hallows eve so just to see like the, i need to watch the first yeah. <laughs> like I, like i'm i'm there with y'all yeah like, like the origin of art and just to see what world he crawled out of mm-hmm. i it doesn't pertain to the plot but it pertains to the perception the mythos, that we, exa- yeah, exactly yeah. exactly yeah. so it's I, I would say watch All Hallows Eve, watch The Terrifier. They're the best fives I've ever watched. Exactly. <laughs> and, and like, I, I, it's funny, like I was thinking about that just a minute ago. I was like, I realized that I just gave this movie a five and then compelled people that were listening to go watch it. Keep in mind that five for us means average. Yeah. Five for us does not mean it's not good. <laughs> Those of you that may be new here, we have a very stern rating system. We don't give out tens. You know? <laughs> There is no such thing as a perfect film, and it will never. I don't believe yeah. that the perfect film can ever be made. My favorite movie, that like I said, was Interstellar, is still like an eight. For me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we put uh, No Way Home at fucking eight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. Um, the only la- the last thing I will end us on is if you are not part of our Patreon group and you would like access to all of our exclusive things for only three dollars a month. $3 a month. Go to patreon.com slash under the floorboards five and check us out. We've got a lot of cool things going on. We got some cooler things coming down the pipeline. Shit is moving on our end. Um, I feel like we have a really great sense of the direction that we want to take this mm-hmm. thing and we are very excited to be able to share this with y'all. It's and we want y'all to, to be a part of board. it. You know what I mean? You won't miss $3 a month. <laughs> <laughs> And if you will, well, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us in another episode of Under the Floorboards, where it creaks, it cracks, and we laugh at the creatures that go bump in the night. <laughs>